Chef. And I am here to start the pot. So let me go. It's me, the ghost of Stir the Plot, back from the comedy <laughs> Anyone outside this room right now is like, what the heck is going on? Yeah, I forget sometimes that we record in a place that is a place of business for a lot of people. And now we have just, like squatters, come in and said, this is ours now. So we are a podcast for movie lovers where we watch the first and last scenes of a movie and we try to improv our way through what happens in between. I'm Brady King. I'm Derek Fultz. I'm Colton Hart. Hey, and I'm Tyler. Oh, oh gosh. Guys, I blacked out for a second. What? <laughs> I just felt my, my soul leave my body for a moment almost. Uh, I don't have one of those. <laughs> I, have, I, have a couple, I have a couple IOUs out for Spirits people. Spirits come and go as they please. Yeah, it's just kind of like a hotel for ghosts. <laughs> it's just a raunchy Airbnb for ghosts. Yeah, it's like one of those Airbnbs that's like real low down on the list. It's like probably shouldn't be on there. Like the Homeowners Association should have shut me down a long time ago. Yeah. But like we're still here. We're still thriving. And it's season two, baby. <laughs> Season two of Stir the Plot is here. We decided to end season one on a good note because we knew we were never going to cap the prestige. So Mm -hmm. you guys might have thought that we just took like an unannounced two or three month hiatus. And like I can see why you would think that given us. (laughs) Given the months of silence. (laughs) (laughs) Given just who we are as human beings. But like I hate to say it like you're wrong. (laughs) You're stupid. Stupid, it's all part of a grander place. marketing strategy that yeah. we're, we've been concocting. We've gone to like some marketing classes. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I've got a marketing degree now <laughs> yeah. in the three months that it, you know, I went to like Harvard Business School. Yeah. I've been making YouTube videos telling you how you can make six figures from the comfort of your no, Airbnb. It's not a pyramid scheme. It's multi-level marketing. Right, 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 right. You yeah. guys can come onto the podcast and then if you get people to come onto your podcast... Right. <laughs> So we are kind of like uh, podcast grandparents, and then we start uh, or uh, podcast parents, I guess we should say. Yeah. Uh, then we start podcast children, and then those people start have podcast children, and then we podcast beca- babies. Yeah, it's like a podcast family. It's like a podcast mm-hmm. collective. It's not marketing. It's family. Right. Right. Um, okay. Real talk. Real talk. Oh, real talk. Really? Wait. Wait. Oh, already, no. Uh, no. Okay, no. 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 So like R E A L. So, if you could start a pyramid scheme, like what would you, <laughs> what would you sell in quotes and why? Oh my God. <laughs> I'll start. Please. Uh, I would sell like junk food. Oh. In like um, so you- really fancy packaging, like but like like marketed as if oh, it were man. healthy, but like it's yeah. So just like repackaged Doritos yeah. as like fancitos. Yeah. <laughs> I literally had the exact same idea, but with toothpaste. <laughs> like, it's literally just normal. <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. Okay, it's literally okay, just, okay. It's just normal Crest toothpaste, but we take it out. We put it in a different label completely. Uh-huh. And it's just like real minimalistic. And you're like, oh, this is for sure. We put like black dye in it. The way you think it's charcoal activated. Uh-huh. Oh. But it's literally. And we're like, yeah, you can just like. Hey. Well, so that would be my pyramid scheme is charcoal infused everything. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Hey, let's just kind of like on on a real note, like mm. pause the podcast comedy real quick. I use a lot of charcoal activated things. <laughs> so I feel like you guys are coming from my How brand. does your skin feel? Y'all. Uh, the same. <laughs> if not worse. <laughs> 
Also, speak of unstoppable force meets an immovable object. Uh, Let's talk about charcoal-infused essential oils. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. That's, what happens? Um, the Avengers theme starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> Karen's too powerful. Hold her down. Her hair just turns, like, pure snow white, kind of floats up in the air, and she becomes the manager of whatever target she's in. But she also gets covered in, like, magnolia merch. Yeah. I don't want to speak to the manager. I'd like to be the CEO. Yeah, she takes over whatever mom and pop shop that is in the nearest vicinity and turns it into a Cincy store. <laughs> All right, y'all. Speaking of scary things, it's yeah. spooky season, boys. Woo! Spooky season. Yeah. Actually, uh, I just want to make an addendum to spooky season. Uh, if you are not brutally murdered by a mask-wearing serial killer, you're not allowed to call it spooky season. <laughs> How committed are you to the bit been, so. of spooky season? That's what um, I want to know. I have been murdered. <laughs> I have split my soul into an unholy vessel, <laughs> the nearest object I could find, which was a Whataburger cup. Multiple Whataburger Multiple cups, Whataburger actually. Cups. <laughs> if you guys could only see... <laughs> The, the squalor, <laughs> the squalor that we are in. This is not a union set. You'd commit to our Patreon out of pity. Not <laughs> yeah. we even have, like y'all would start a GoFundMe. Like we were needing a kidney. <laughs> okay, for this is the third time I'm probably saying on the real. Uh, we have been gone for a little bit. Colton and I have just personally started to. Uh, we have not started two full time jobs. Uh, I'm not that poor yet. <laughs> Um, no, we, we started, we, we each started a full-time job and Brady, I think you, you've just been really busy. I'm just lazy. That's fair. <laughs> That's it. I get that. I get it. Good news is though, I've actually moved into the same town as, uh, the other two. <laughs> I've actually moved into the same town as insert name here. What my brain is doing. That's our, those are our names. Brady and Derek, just for the sole purpose of this podcast. Friend, yeah. I, am, I am committed very deeply, not because I got a job here. Right. So um, hopefully what that means is like we are gonna be releasing on a more like realistic and timely schedule. Yeah. Cause I mean like I've missed this. Yeah. Like I've missed yeah. sweating in a meth den with you guys <laughs> recording our guys. I miss stepping on needles. <laughs> <laughs> so in this uh, spooktacular episode, we've got a few Halloween themed things for bits, you guys. Yes, bits. bits. We have some Halloween guys. goofs. Yeah. We have some Halloween chuckles, uh, including wait, Halloween hahas. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I stopped the podcast for that. Go on, uh, including the movie that we'll be improving today, which is The Nun. <laughs> okay, so uh, for those of you who are new to this podcast and don't know what we do, Brady, Colton, and I, we take a movie that we have never seen. We've never seen We've never seen The Nun, correct? No, 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 no. no I've never None seen of it. us have subjected ourselves to The Nun. None of us? <laughs> All right, that was Stir the Plot. Uh, I'm not excited for this anymore. Um, I forgot about that. Uh, no, so we take a movie that we have never seen before, and we read slash watch the first and last 60 seconds of this movie, and then we have to make up what happens in between. <clears throat> it's real fun. It's real goofy. It's lighthearted. There's going to be a lot of laughs. Maybe a serious discussion on consumerism. Yeah. <laughs> there I'm might excited. even be like a like a tearful coming-of-age story somewhere hidden somewhere, amongst the themes. Somewhere in this movie is a story about a talking dog. <laughs> <laughs> I just you determine it. at what point in the story that is. Right. Well, 
we determine. Right. The, we'll determine. This is not like, like an interactive, like, <laughs> like choose your own adventure skip podcast. To, skip to you the second viewers. 33. <laughs> could you imagine a choose your own adventure podcast? That oh, would suck. Way. You could never listen to it in your car. In my head, it's like, there's one episode and then it's like in the middle of it. If you choose this, go to this episode. It's just like a million and a half episodes for this one storyline. That sucks. Yeah, that's not it'd fun be, at all. It'd be a cool idea in theory, like on paper, but acting it out would be awful. I guess there's only one way to find out, boys. All, all right. right. Welcome to our, to our new podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So what we've done is since we are not legally allowed to play movie audio, we have converted the movie into screenplay format. And we're going to read it. Colton Hart will be narrating for us, and Derek and I will be playing some fun, fun little characters. Yeah, some fun nuns. We're doing some, some fun some, nuns. Some, yikes! <laughs> yeah. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the screenplay for the nun. Colton, take it away. A title card fades in. The following occurred in 1952. <laughs> Why? <laughs> What, why is it a 1920s newscaster? <laughs> the following occurred in 1922. Babe Ruth is up to the plate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Keep going. Fade into a massive stone cathedral. Its enormous Victorian outline glowing pale under the moon. Abbey of St. Carta, Romania. Inside, two nuns make their way down a dim stone hallway as the crucifixes hanging overhead creak and sway. They make their way nervously towards the end of the hall where a dusty wooden door waits for them. The younger nun clutches her crucifix tighter as she reads the inscription on the door. God ends here. Are you certain we're making the right decision? We have no other choice. One of the nuns reveals a large key, which she hesitantly inserts into the door. Will the relic truly save us? Have faith, sister. The two nod to each other as the first nun heads through the door and into the darkness. The younger nun drops to her knees and tearfully recites a prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. A scream echoes through the door. The young nun begins to cry in horror as a bloody hand extends out of the darkness. The second nun falls to the ground, covered in blood. Take it! This evil needs a vessel to escape. It will come after you next. Don't let it have you. You know what you must do. I can't. Then not even God Suddenly, can... an invisible hand pulls the nun back into the dark, screaming. It's going to open in like on a family just buying a new house. Like this, the next scene after this is literally like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so glad we moved out here, honey. Yeah, which it's like, that is Pet Cemetery. That is The Conjuring. That is... I'm so happy we decided to rent Abbey of St. Carta, Romania for the weekend, sweetie. <laughs> I'm so glad we decided to Airbnb in Romania. We're staying in an old abbey. What? Wait a minute. <laughs> This is an Airbnb. <laughs> I think this is like an old, like, rundown hotel situation yeah, where yeah, it's yeah. like they. Um, I don't want this to remain a horror movie just because, <laughs> like, that's boring. Yeah. Um, but I think it has some, like, spooky elements to of it. Of course. Like, yeah. I think the hand that reaches out and grabs the nun and pulls her into the dark is, like, the crazy, like, like butler. Yeah, like a tenant who won't leave. Yeah, or, like, the crazy <laughs> butler that's yeah, just, yeah. like, kind of been, or, like, the groundskeeper that's been taking care of the place for the of whole course, time. Of course, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, they are, like, the two new owners of this hotel. Right. Uh, it, was a, it was a quick startup business. Right. You know, it was well, cheap. Well, this, uh, this is a sequel. <laughs> 
No, it's not. No, no, no. Um, we can't. We can't continue on our own canon universe. Right. Uh, <laughs> so I think kind of like what we're missing here is like the. So I think that they're like two friends that have gone in on this business together. Mm-hmm. Like they're best friends. Uh, been best friends since uh, grade school. Of course. Um, I think it's like the night they first bought it. They're going over their first tour. Yeah, and it's like that goofy kind of like montage of like, oh, the sink has brown water. <laughs> it's like used to be a place they would come to as like on vacation. Yeah. It was like beautiful. And now it's like super run down. Right. And so they're like, we need to restore this. They bought it for like $15. Like, But something in this Airbnb is clearly like scared them. Right. What I mean, like, what do you think? Like, what are nuns scared of? Um, dancing. <laughs> <laughs> what are what are nuns scared of? Uh, commitment. <laughs> there goes our nun audience. It's like you know how in these sort of sorts of movies, there's always someone else that wants to buy it and like level it and a turn it into like a parking like lot yeah. or a mall or something. This is a competitor that's like hiding in the shadows, yep. meeting them at the the abbey. Well, and I think eventually we're gonna find out one of these nuns is in on it. Right, yep. okay. she's, she's taking a cut. That's why she falls to the ground. She's covered in blood. Yeah. It's all a ruse. It's, yeah, it's all, it's all like Mysterio yeah. and Far From Home. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, just Mysterio, trying. Mysterio to- <laughs> is that what you say? Yeah, it's all holograms. Yeah, it's all holograms. It's mm-hmm. all uh, Tony Stark. Tech. Hollywood tomfoolery. This, yeah. <laughs> this is in the MCU. Yeah, the nun is my favorite <laughs> Avenger. <laughs> um, trying to scare them off, but they're like, yeah. no, like we're like we're gonna stick it. We're gonna stick to it, and we're gonna you know like. <laughs> We're gonna see this one out. Yeah, I we're took gonna see out a fifty thousand dollar loan for this right. thing. So. Well, because like the line, uh, I think that nun one says is like, "Do you think this relic uh, can truly save us?" Oh, um, this is kind of a personal mission for nun number one, right? Um, you know, she's been kind of down in her luck the whole time, and her friend was kind of the one that was like, "Hey, let's buy this old mm. rundown abbey." And do you think this is gonna be the thing? Yeah, that- like you know, build it back up, turn it yeah. into a hotel, turn it into like a historical landmark, blah yeah. blah 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 blah. And she's like, "Do you really think this is gonna be able to save us?" And the you know, her friends like have some faith, like you know, mm-hmm. we can we can do this. Uh, who do we think are playing the nuns? I'm thinking Reese Witherspoon and Leslie Jones. Oh, okay, okay, I like it. Okay. Okay. So Reese Witherspoon and Leslie and Jones. Leslie Jones. What a duo! Right. I think that's a powerhouse. <laughs> that's a yeah. Powerhouse. Yeah. Like that's like a that's like a Golden Globe. Go women in film. Yeah, I love that. If Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson can be in a movie together, <laughs> then we can have this movie. Honestly. Um, okay. And the competitor. Who who are we thinking is that? Uh, I'm thinking like Marion Cotillard. Oh. <laughs> Uh, or um, Charlize Theron. Yeah, let's dust her off. Yeah. What she got? She needs a good. She needs a good project. She's about to be in that like Fox News movie. Oh yeah, where she's playing Megyn Kelly. She's gonna win something. Yeah. for this movie, but like I think this can really get her like, like a Teen Nick Award. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> like a, a, a Kids Choice Award. Yeah, a Kids Choice Award. At least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it sounds for, like we got for the nun. For, yeah, <laughs> for the nun. So it sounds like we got a stat cast. Yes. And I think the only way we're going to figure out where this movie's going is just to read the next scene. All right. So let's jump in the second scene of The Nun. Deep in an underground cistern, the figure rises slowly up from the water's surface. The Nun, a twisted frown on her face, emerges from the depths. Sister Irene gasps in horror, clutching the crucifix around her neck. The Nun glares at her, then rushes forward, grabbing Irene's throat and forcing her underwater. Irene struggles to free herself, but the nun's grip is too strong. Father Burke leaps into the water, thrusting his crucifix towards the nun. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, you will- The nun snarls at Father Burke and throws him back against the stone wall. He collapses on the ground. 
Irene struggles to breathe, but manages to grasp a large glass pendant with her free hand. She raises it out of the water for the nun to see. The nun snatches the pendant from Irene, lifting it up into view. It's broken. Suddenly, Irene's throat clenches. As the nun glares up at her, Irene vomits a large amount of blood directly into the nun's face. Gross. The nun releases Irene, screaming in pain. As the blood hits the water, it begins spiraling downward in a large whirlpool. Oh my gosh, war turtle. (laughs) Whirlpool. The nun claws at her face as her body contorts and melts back into the swirling vortex of water. Finally, the nun dissolves completely into the water and disappears, leaving Irene floating in the silent pool of water. Also, I'm just confused with what killed... Is this connected to The Conjuring? Yes. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah so actually, the the very first 60 seconds of the movie is a montage back to... Her, fir- is like her first appearance in yeah, The Conjuring 2 first... or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, part or, of the... Or like the nun... <laughs> the Conjuring cinematic universe. Yeah, every since everything has to have a cinematic universe nowadays. So, uh, we have now introduced a new character into, the, into this as Father Burke. Um, I think, like... I mean, we could literally say, like, Father Burke could be a religious man, but he also could literally be, like, the two girls' father. And he could be trying to, like, okay. they've got some sister rivalry here. Yeah. And he's like, okay. listen, they listen, have, girls. Like, they have a, like, they have come a falling on. out. Uh-huh. Okay, so Irene and Leslie Jones' character <laughs> what are sisters. Are the, sister. the other sister. <laughs> no, and, like, yeah. I completely think that that's okay. Yeah, so I think Father, like, gets the call that, like, the girls are acting up again, and he's got to go. They've like, had, yeah, they've had a falling out. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think he shows up, and when he does show up to kind of, like, split up this, like, sibling rivalry, right. he finds them in fierce combat with their opponent, right. the nun, as played by Charlie's Theron. <laughs> Theron. Mm. Um, so you said that there was, like, uh, a sister that was kind of in on it, maybe? Mm-hmm. What if Sister Irene... Charlize Theron kind of won her over a little bit. And so, like, she took her out to dinner and she was, like, explaining, like, it's okay. (laughs) Like, your sister just... uh, This is why they had a falling out. Irene uh, is kind of, like, as they talk to Charlize Theron more and more, they're kind of like, okay. Like, Irene's kind of like, I, like... I kind of see where she's coming from. And, you know, uh, Leslie Jones' character, we're just going to give her the name of... Gladys. Uh, So, Gladys is, like what do you do like yeah we're supposed to be renovating this place like this is like a, a project for us like this is supposed to bring us closer this is together supposed to be our thing yeah our this family to be, like, she yeah. wants irene is thinking about selling yeah and she's yeah. because like she has been kind of convinced by Charlize mm-hmm. theron that like that's right. the best course of action they can make more money out of that uh so they have a falling out irene and Charlize theron go to dinner mm. uh at like the local italian place that mm-hmm. has be- you know this is before yelp it has <laughs> horrifying reviews has not once seen the shadow of a, of a health inspector. Um, <laughs> Irene inadvertently gets food poisoning. Oh, I see. I see. Where you see where this is going? Uh-huh. And she well, vomits. Yeah. <laughs> in the back, like what we haven't seen is Charlize Theron has begun to like dress up as a nun to try to scare mm-hmm. them away. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. some sort of like haunted. Well, and she, she plans to completely bulldoze this thing, but she's telling the girls like, no, like, it's I a, want to renovate it just as much as you do, but yeah. I have the Yeah, resources. she's going to turn it into, yeah. like, a Charlie's parking Th- Yeah, Charlize yeah. Theron comes from, like, a well-to-do family, mm-hmm. kind of like, you know... Uh, like oh, a, she's going to build a, a, a dedicated Charlie's Theron theme park. Yeah, mm. Theronville. Sort of, sort of, <laughs> Theronville. Yeah. Sort of like, uh, what is it, Dolly Parton's theme park or whatever? Dollywood? Do- Dollywood, yeah. Don't you dare disrespect Dolly Parton <laughs> like that. I will 
kill a man over Dolly Parton. I've never been to Dollywood. Sounds very like a scary. Sounds like she had to bulldoze a cathedral to get there. I love Dolly Parton. Dollywood sounds like a scary place to be in this day and age. I'm seeing one too many Confederate flags. (laughs) It sounds. um, It sounds like in the Second Civil War. It's mm -hmm. where it's going to be the new Confederacy is going to post up. (laughs) Like the reincarnation of Robert E. Lee. Posted up at Dollywood. Oh my god! <laughs> I hate that we've made this joke. <laughs> Season two, baby, we back out here. <laughs> they say that like mid ride, you can feel the hand of Robert E. Lee actually <laughs> grasp your <laughs> grasp your hand and say, oh, "It was a war about Southern freedom. <laughs> it's about it heritage. About, <laughs> it was about states' rights. No, it wasn't, buddy. <laughs> Don't lie to me like this." Um, so Theronville is. It's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen if Irene does not. Right. She can't pull off this Airbnb. Right. Yeah. Um, and so uh, Father Burke, who is actually like their father, mm-hmm. comes and tries to intervene. Irene and like the nun. Mm-hmm. I mean, Charlie's there going to be like, ah, it's been me the whole time. Like yeah, she yeah, could have yeah. like scared her or whatever and be like, ah, it's me. And they're like at the place where the pool is. Yeah. Like you know, like they've made like an in, like an indoor pool or whatever for this yeah. new like hotel they're opening up, and that's where they're gonna sign kind of like the selling like the, mm. the papers away. Uh, Father Burke comes in and like interrupts the whole thing, to, and with Gladys, Gladys is not mentioned in the script. Sure, but, but she's, she's, she's there. Here. She's here. Yeah, and like he's saying, no, like don't do that. Like she's like <laughs> she's gonna open up a theme park. We have the blueprints right Read here. Read the fine print. Yeah, like Gladys and unbeknownst to Irene, Gladys and their dad have like broken into right, Charlotte's uncovered there. the blueprints yeah, for, for Theronville. And it's um, definitely not yeah, up to is, code. Is, is, is Charlize Theron playing Charlize Theron? <laughs> Charlize Theron as Charlize Theron as the nun. Yeah. Um as Roman J. Israel Esquire. <laughs> um, which is just a funny name. And so I think that uh, he comes in and he's like, don't do it. Like, this is what she's planning on doing. Yeah. And, and like, Charlize is like, well, like, I don't know what you mean. And Irene gets mad, pushes her in the pool. Right. And is like, I, guys, I can't believe we almost said this. Charlize Theron rises up out of the pool with a frown on her face, mm-hmm. attacks Irene. And, you know, dad brings out the big mm-hmm. guns. <laughs> he brings out the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Which are just the names he's he's named his three pistols. I, <laughs> Is, yes, he's going to shoot a woman. With what appendages is he holding three glocks? <laughs> Two hands, one in his mouth. We're getting real anime up in Let's this go, joint. Let's go, baby. So, yeah, and it's at that moment that Irene can feel something sort of returning, <laughs> something evil bubbling up right. inside of her. Right. And it's, uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's the fettuccine it's the, it's the shrimp Alfredo that she ate uh, only moments ago. Well, she sees what theron does to her dad yeah and, that's and it's, what it's like, like we're uh, well first off we need to like really reckon with the fact that Charlize theron has this like god strength when it's at that moment that she's like that's my dad like you don't mess yeah. with family i think Charlize theron has like adrenaline strength and so she's, like, that's how she's gonna like lift her up in the air <laughs> yeah and so then it's like oh no here comes that yeah. good old shrimp pasta with the white sauce um and just throws it up Turns out she's got really bad food poisoning, and it's blood. <laughs> blood in there. It's nasty, y'all. It's nasty, and so obviously Charlize Theron is like, "Oh my god, I just got threw up on." Like, I don't want it anymore. Yeah, Irene is like, "I'm so sorry." Like, mm-hmm. and you know, they both fall into the pool. Charlize Theron uh, literally is dissolves. Just so, 
Um, Irene obviously like does not chew her like you can see from this she does not chew her food well. There's, there's whole like, noodles in there. There's like noodles and shrimp <laughs> blocking her throat, and she drowns in the pool, leaving Irene just kind of floating in the pool. Uh huh. And just uh, a, a big spaghetti and human stew. Yeah. <laughs> and then you said there's a post credit scene it's obviously like i think it's kind of like the scenes like during the credits sure, yeah where it's like they're showing the the hotel opening up mm-hmm. and like you know uh reconciling with each other and like you know nursing their dad back to health sure. the hotel's a huge success yes. charlie's theron is not missed only one person shows up to her funeral and it's uh kind of a representation of the american dream <laughs> Turns out Charlize Theron was just acting out the plot of The Great Gatsby. It was Tobey Maguire. <laughs> Tobey Maguire shows up like, to pay respect he? to his acting career. Yeah, is what... Hey. <laughs> Sorry. I love you, Toby. It's pizza time, boy. It's pizza time. So I think... That was good. Yeah, that was good. Nice. I will say that this plot line is almost identical to The Muppets 2011 <laughs> version. Is it really? <laughs> With the whole, like, they want to buy the old theater oh, and he wants oh, to, like, yeah, mow it down. And, it's like, like, it's the plot of every sort of, like, family-friendly, like, renovation movie mm-hmm. of where they're like taking an old dilapidated like fixer-upper and like this having problems home with improvement it. episode yeah. <laughs> you're like one <gasps> away from it being a home improvement episode <laughs> what's the who are the magnolia people chip and joanna games, chip and joanna games. they make a cameo yeah, yeah they, they make for a cameo sure. they're the movie. first two guests yeah of this um, hotel they for sure make a cameo in this movie uh the property brothers are also mm-hmm. this movie was made by HGTV. <laughs> well, it's all within the like canonical fixer upper universe. Yeah, where shipping Joanna Gaines have their spinoffs. Yeah, they have like and... ma- the silos. They have of course their yeah. production studio. Can we get like the actual plot to this movie? Because like it sounds stupid, <laughs> <laughs> and it is when a young nun at a cloistered abbey in Romania takes her own life. A priest with a haunted past and a novitiate on the threshold of her final vows are sent by the Vatican to investigate. Okay. Together, they uncover the Order's unholy secret, risking not only their lives, but their faith and their very souls. They confront a malevolent force in the form of a demonic nun. So it sounds like there's something wacky going on at this at this like giant stone tabernacle or whatever. Yeah. And uh, the Vatican sends some, some peeps to investigate. Let's have a discussion about religious horror movies. <laughs> And how stupid they are. <laughs> I'm like, so so. Here's the thing. I think we've like we've established across the board in every horror movie ever. Crucifixes don't work. Like, right. why, why, why do you bother to crucifixes bring them? Crucifixes are more of like an opt of like a, a suggestion rather yeah. than like a mandate for like you know. In demon school, I, they're like, hey, if they have a crucifix, like maybe take it into account, but like don't like. Yeah, yeah, dwell yeah. on it too yeah. much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not once have I ever seen that scene where they like thrust a crucifix in their face and they're like, and the demon is just like, well, I guess I'll I'll go now. All right, should I just? Should leave? I leave? The only I thing don't... I've ever seen that in I think is like supernatural. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. which which deserves a crucifix. Honestly, we need to, yeah, we need to go ahead and stake that. <laughs> Final season came out yesterday. Thank God. R.I.P. Well, not even art. I don't want to say rest. that. As like, just just rest, <laughs> just rest. Just rest. Um, um yeah i am just like it feels like they don't try a lot of times with religious horror movies yeah. they just play into like oh everyone's scared of demons well it's easy it's yeah it's low-hanging fruit it's low-hanging fruit it's like goes. everyone's got like kind of like a like a, a pre-set fear of like yeah of demons and like of the dark of you know of, the like, unknown yeah like i don't know how many more times i can see like an upside down cross in a movie trailer and just be like we're doing this again like it's dumb let's just be completely honest it's dumb mm-hmm. yeah 
I don't want to like poop on someone else's art or whatever, but like I I will say the nun is art. But yeah, the nun is <laughs> the nun famously is art. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's art because they say it is. <laughs> I want to see the movie where the nun is like sneaking around the house trying to steal souls and comes across a live, laugh, love sign. And it's like, dang, well, can't make it, can't in, this make it in this. this oh, one. man. Uh, or they come across like the serenity prayer <laughs> and they're just like, oh, ooh, wow. as for me in my house, we shall serve the Lord. Yeah. And they're just like, wait a minute. I don't know how many more times I can just say like religious horror movies are dumb. There's like, the, well, they're often not like they wrote a script and then they just like threw a Bible at it. Yeah. And then like that, whatever bit stuck. Cause like, it's right. often like not accurate or it's right. just like outlandish. Like, Oh, it was the blood of Christ. It's like, no, like, I don't think you have that. Like, yeah, also, how long it. has the blood of Christ been stewing in this yeah. little glass pendant? Yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about what that scene at the cross must have looked like where some Roman soldier like ran up with a jar and was like, yeah, gotta get like, some of this for later. Well, might as well save this for later. Like, what? <laughs> Stupid. It's dumb. Some nun in 1952 is gonna need yeah, this bad boy. Like, like the, the Lord's Prayer always being, like, it's it's twice at yeah. least in this movie and it's just like... We're, it's, it's never like represented as like we like the hero of, we're not the hero sure. of this story sure like, yeah it's like it's always like the priest that is a priest but also like dabbles in like <laughs> in the dark arts it, yeah and like what can be considered witchcraft <laughs> in it's, the like, it's like okay like that dude's not a priest then <laughs> like father i noticed you were drawing pentagrams in your yeah. bible during He's sunday like, school it's okay don't worry no, I'm gonna no, worry no, about no, it. This no, is I'm a concern. telling someone about this. Yeah, like, do I have to go to Benedict himself? <laughs> Pope Benedict. It's Pope, yeah, I'm digging up Pope Benedict and telling him. I don't know. Like, that's just my tangent on religious horror movies. Sure. I don't think they're good. I don't think they're anything new or groundbreaking. And they're kind of dumb. Let's start something new. Okay. It's not really something new. Would we watch the movie that we made up and would we watch the actual movie? Oh, oh, okay. oh, oh, oh. So like would we watch the movie that we made up? I'm saying yes. I yeah, I'd go see it. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably my, go I'd see my, it with friends. I wouldn't I go see it by family. myself. I'd take my family to go see it. Yeah. Would you see or like would you watch the nun itself? Uh, the nun no. proper. I'm gonna go ahead and say a resounding no. No. Uh sweet, let's go ahead and move into our next segment. All right, guys, so we're going to move into Shaken Not Stirred, uh, spooky edition. Yeah, we call this the Shaken Not Stirred Spooktacular. Shaken Not Stirred. Crap, Michael Jackson's in the room. He's back. Shimon. Okay, yeah, so usually what we do with Shaken Not Stirred is we take movie genre. Um, and we pair it with a classical movie or a movie that's out in theaters right now. And so usually we'll get something like Gemini Man as a cult classic or something like that. So with this one, we're doing all horror. Like the genre will always be horror. Yeah, we'll get a, like whatever movie we get, the genre, like it has to be a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Right. So no matter if it's like Inside Out or whatever, which yeah. thinking of it now would make a great horror movie. Right. All right, let's go ahead and get that first spin. Star Wars as a horror movie. <laughs> okay. okay. Huh. I think this is going to be the story. This is going to be the horror show that is episode yeah, nine. We, hey. Hold on. Wait, wait. <laughs> We've only seen one trailer. It's going to be the scene after episode nine where Star Wars fans can't agree on whether or not to love or hate the movie. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of discourse. Mm-hmm. This is the. Oh. 
okay, Star Wars as a horror like documentary. Yeah. Mm. In the same vein as like if like the Blair Witch Project were real. Or it's like someone <laughs> please. A super fan of the star of the Star Wars universe. I say fan in quotes because they can't because they can't accept the fact that a female is the main character <laughs> of this saga. Is like documenting his process of like writing a Star Wars movie. Oh my gosh! And um, this is the <laughs> you know how there was that petition to rewrite and remake Episode oh my Eight. Gosh. Oh yes, this yes, is yes. the making of that, but it turns of- into an absolute nightmare. Uh-huh. More so than it already is. Yeah. Um, like the Wait. cat. This is a found footage like horror movie. Well, and of course, like I imagine this guy is like sitting at his desk. He's like, uh-huh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show Ryan Johnson. I'm gonna, yeah, male protagonist. And then all of uh-huh. a sudden, he sees it <laughs> from down the hallway. Mickey. It smells like lawsuit in here. <laughs> <laughs> what, what could that be? <laughs> oh gosh. Oh golly gee. Are you infringing on our intellectual property? <laughs> we made all the comics not canon anymore. Uh huh. <laughs> I thought when you did that, I was like Pennywise. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Vicky. Yeah, I like I like to think he's just like brushing his teeth in mm-hmm. the mirror, sort of like having a brain after a long brainstorming session. Yeah. The lights go out and Goofy is like standing. By him. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you really messed up this time. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so various Disney characters are haunting <laughs> the making of this movie. Right. I think it even goes so far into like actual like production. Oh, so like. They're like on the set. Like if you look like in the actual like filming of the movie, like you can see like <laughs> hidden characters throughout the set and stuff like that. You, yeah. It takes a real keen eye. It takes a couple watches. Yeah. Um, and then it ends. Uh, it's like a two and a half hour long found footage horror movie, which is just hell on the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> the movie is the horror <laughs> itself. Oh, oh God, please make it stop. <laughs> um, and so I think it ends with this, this very harrowing shot of the camera like falling over and then you just see a big gloved hand just kind of paw at the camera and then turn it over and like flips it over and it's just like mickey Mouse. Like, oh, and then it shuts off it goes subscribe to disney plus everybody <laughs> hey i have already pre-subscribed to disney plus <laughs> mickey mouse owns me <laughs> all right so, let's go ahead and get another one huh? Uh, the Muppets as a horror movie. Uh, the Hills Have Eyes, but it's the Muppets. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I say it's like Animal. Wait, is Animal a Muppet? Okay, yeah, Animal Beaker. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Animal Beaker, the Swedish Chef. Okay. Um, how how about this? Just to set the stage, Miss Piggy's dead. Right. She's left her estate to some of the Muppets, and they all have to travel to her, their estate and spend the night, just one night, in order to receive it. This feels very The Woman in Black. <laughs> um, uh, and Miss Piggy is hiding a dark secret. And mm-hmm. you know what that dark secret is? Uh, the Count. <laughs> <laughs> this the is Count a, has th- taken residence in her basement right. and been drawing pentagrams <laughs> underneath. <laughs> and he says, let's count the points. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> <laughs> a pentagram has five points. <laughs> uh, 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 and blood starts pouring out of his mouth. 
Yeah, so it's a very, um, like, James Wan. This is actually the Lost Muppet movie. Jim Henson expressly <laughs> said, do not release this when I die, or else I will haunt you until the day that you die, and then I will drag your soul to hell myself. And he did in the movie. That was so crazy. Yeah, he, he even said, he pops up in the middle of the movie and says, stop watching this. Please, and God. Then he, and then he chases Kermit with a chainsaw, and it's violent, and it's graphic, and gratuitous. So the movie uh, eventually ends with uh, the gang having to come back together, lure Miss Piggy into the center of the pentagram, and like <laughs> reopen the portal, <laughs> reopen the portal to hell that sent her back to the land from which she came. We already said Miss Piggy was dead. <laughs> They're just dragging her corpse into the center of the pentagram to open up. She said, "Oh, Kermit!" <laughs> She comes back alive, oh. and she says, hi Oh, Kermie, I can't believe it. I saw the devil with my, I saw the devil with my own eyes, Kermie. Why do I feel like Miss Piggy is just a little classy or Rebel Wilson? She <laughs> <laughs> just called Rebel Wilson a pig. Oh, my stomach hurts. Oscar, open the pentagram. <laughs> <laughs> open the portal, Oscar. <laughs> Kermie, it hurts. <laughs> Kermie, it's burning. Okay. I'm sorry, Miss Piggy. This is for your own good. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> animals is in the... Animal! Animal! <laughs> That's one of the jump scares of the movie. They open the door like, Animal! And they're like, Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 I'm, I'm moving on. Oh wow. Oh man. Okay. Jojo Rabbit. That's a horror movie. Uh, it's Jojo Rabbit. Take all the satire out of it. It's, it's just, just Nazis. It's, it's just Nazis. Nazis. It's, just, it's it's literally the boy in the striped pajamas. Like what? What else do you want? It's uh, it's the boy in the striped pajamas. My favorite horror movie. <laughs> It's literally, um, who framed Roger Rabbit? But with oh Nazis. my god! Who framed Jojo Rabbit? His brother that they—he's a strange brother. They don't talk about. They, yeah, they don't talk about <laughs> the him. Nazi. Uh, how about it's a bot? It's like a it's like a David Cronenberg like The Fly situation. It's oh, a body no. horror movie <laughs> where uh, this is so dark. I cannot believe we're about to make a joke about this. He is a Nazi or Hitler youth. Oh no! Who gets put into human experimentation and becomes a rabbit? <laughs> it's Taika Waititi just suffering. It's, it's Taika Waititi's take on a body horror movie. I think he's still directing it, but it's just him at his most like grim and disgusting mm. and serious. The only positive note is his New Zealand accent. Yeah. That's the only saving grace to this movie. Rebel Wilson is still also in this movie. <laughs> Dear God! All right, let's and go then, ahead. And-, and then the last shot of this movie is Scarlett Johansson being like. Guys, Woody Allen didn't do anything wrong, and then it just cuts off with that scream. All right, y'all, and that was Shaken Not Stirred, another rousing round of Shaken Not Stirred. Uh, and now spooky. we are going spooky. Oh, spooky not or <laughs> spook not stirred. Spooky not stirred. Um, that was our Shaken Not Stirred Spooky Spooktacular. And now we are going to move on to a segment that has literally never been in the history of podcasts. Has never been done before. <laughs> Three straight white dudes talking about movies. 
That's right, everyone. It's time for real talk. And so let's just go ahead and get it right out of the way. Uh, we're talking about Joker for this a This is now, bit. for the next 10 to 15 minutes, is going to be a Joker fan cast. Yes. Just so FYI. If you don't like that, or if you have not seen Joker, you might just want to 30 seconds ahead a lot. Okay, tell you, tell you what, I'll give you an outro here. This has been Start of the Plot, a podcast for movie yeah. lovers. We love you guys. We'll see you next time. And for the real fans, we're going to move into... For the real OG fans out there, um, we're going to be talking about Joker for a little bit because... Uh, what a work of cinema. Yeah. Do so, we want to do, like, first, like, right when you saw it, what you thought about it? Like, right afterwards, thinking... Yes. Yeah. First thoughts yeah. about the movie. So yeah. Colton and I, Colton and I saw the movie together. Mm-hmm. And so we, I think, we talked about it a lot on the way home. Yeah. I think both of us were just floored. Right. Um, I will say like, it is a phenomenal movie. It is not a movie I want to watch again. Oh really? Anytime soon. No, really? Just me personally. It was beautiful. It yeah. was just maybe the darkest movie I've ever seen. Oh, it's incredibly dark. Uh, it's the best horror movie that's come out in the past <laughs> while. Oh, yeah. Um, I, have not been able to stop thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, love that truck audio. That is the sound of. <laughs> hey, y'all watch me downshift. Y'all listen to this one. That's the sound of every person that has not seen Joker leaving this podcast. Um, no, this is a movie that I've not been able to stop thinking about and have been like, I need to see this movie as again as soon as possible. I, I've I've never probably in like probably since the Dark Knight I have not walked out of a movie being like unable to think about literally anything else except for this movie. Well, I think it's uh, one just like as social commentary, it's beautiful. Yeah. But as a movie, like the cinema, the score, the everything was just on point. Yeah. And I think like somebody brought up this point to me that the score was by far the most unsettling part of the movie. And I think yeah. to an extent, like that is yeah, very true. The music was just like, like sending the clown, like sending the clowns. That's life. The, that one, the do, 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 that song was just, it's so thrown in there, kind of shoehorned in a little bit, but I'm like, it's still, it's funny. Yeah. It's right after like a very extreme act of violence and mm-hmm. probably one of the scariest scenes in the entire movie. Um, the scariest scene of the entire movie comes during uh, the interview with Robert De Niro's character. Ooh, talk about tension. And whenever, oh whenever he walked out to that interview, like right before I was like, oh, this is still Arthur Fleck. And then when he yeah. like stepped out, I was like, Oh, this is Joker. And so that's a question I want to pose to both of you because I'm curious what your thoughts were. At what point in the movie were you like, this is no longer Arthur Fleck. This is now the Joker. Um, I think when, so we're delving into spoilers now, obviously. Yeah. We're going to be in full spoiler territory here. Um, I think honestly, for me, it's either when he smothers his mom, Mm. which good Lord, what a, (laughs) What a sentence. They don't hold anything back in the violence either. Mm-hmm. It, it, I was telling you uh, off mic, the the violence is very few and far between, mm-hmm. but it's it so lands hard. in your face and realistic. and like, Because I, I told Colton, I was like, as far as content goes, like there are far worse movies out there. Yeah, I've seen yeah. way worse R-rated movies yes, like, by yeah. far. But because of the tension that they had been building around the scene, it was genuinely horrifying. Yeah. Well, we had a friend that we watched it with 
um, he brought up like the violence wasn't fun. Like it wasn't like John Wick is a, yeah. is a violent movie, but it's fun. You're like, yeah, go. But like you were saying earlier, there's no protagonist. Right. And so when you see him shoot Robert De Niro, it's like, holy crap. Like they, it's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was telling Colton Brady, the most interesting fact, factoid. No, the most interesting part about this movie is there is no hero. No, not at all. I mean, so he's he's the protagonist. He is not a good person no. at and all. And like I don't like I don't even like using the word protagonist because it has such a positive implication. Mm-hmm. This is not a this is not a hero. Like this is not like a good person. But it's curious that you say that because like at, as a movie, like I found myself empathizing like definitely oh, not yeah. condoning his actions you, but the, you saw thomas wayne as the bad guy and well, then you that, had to take thing. a step back is like, he was what? he was the protagonist of this movie specifically because like we were not okay with his actions but like we empathize with him so i think that's what this movie did really really well is the first half of this movie you're like this poor pitiful creature yeah has just been dealt the wrong, uh, the bad hand his whole life. I mean, even the sub, like when he kills those three guys on the subway, yeah, you can look at that like and twist that as it's it was an act of self defense mm-hmm. mm-hmm. until he chased homeboy down and, and they shot, shot him in the back. Shot him in the back. But like, but like, then the second half of this movie rolls around and he's just killing people for fun. Like he, he straight up tells Robert De Niro or Murray, I guess. Uh, yeah. It was fun killing those guys. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, it's like the one, the only good thing he had experienced in his life. Like everything else was miserable yeah. and he finally had some control over yeah. like his circumstances. Also like <laughs> as a like aspiring comedian, I'm just like, dang it. This hits a little too close. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, how'd they get this tape of my first show? <laughs> yeah. It's like, imagine like, and I don't look up to Jimmy Fallon, but like, if like Jimmy Fallon were to like get a tape of like your first open mic where you just bombed and is just openly mocking you yeah. on air. The things that would do to a person. Yeah, yeah. It, this movie really just kind of shows human depravity at its finest. Yeah. My favorite scene, I think, of the whole movie was him crawling into the refrigerator. Oh, I yeah. think it was supposed to represent metamorphosis. Because every choice he made after he left that refrigerator was his own conscious choice as the Joker. Mm-hmm. Like he smothered his mom. Yeah. He killed Murray. Took all these steps yeah. like of his like, own volition. He yeah. became essentially the figurehead of this like political movement. Yeah, no, exactly. Also, like, have you all seen the whole Jared Leto? Like, is mad, is mad this movie? about like, it. And I'm like, buddy, you ha- at some point you have to admit that you... We're in a bad movie. Yeah. And like no one wants to see you as Joker again. Well, and I think I said this on the podcast, like, this movie can't be bad because it's it'll it'll destroy DC. Yeah. Like you can't make a bad Joker movie. Yeah. And I don't think I mean, obviously they delivered on this more than we thought they were going to. Yeah. If this movie were to have been bad, this would have been the nail in the coffin. Yeah. Oh, for DC, yeah, absolutely. Which is really funny because like this kind of opens the door for like more 
artsy takes on like when i also i think that's the sad part about the fact that we may never see this joker in a canon like dc movie is the fact that i think the venn diagram of like normal superhero moviegoers yeah and the audience for the joker probably does not overlap a ton mm-hmm. which sucks because joaquin phoenix in my eyes is now the joker yeah I'm okay with him not showing up in a in a norm, yeah, I mean, in a I normal DC because movie. because just like you said, I it's hard to see this as a comic book movie. Yeah, no, absolutely. This was like a a standalone like character study of the Joker, not and it had the Batman origin story in it, which felt a little shoehorned in. Brady was talking about I, that. I told Colton, I wish that scene would have been Thomas Wayne and his wife turn down that alley, you watch the man follow them, and that's and it. Yeah. That's it. This movie's so good. We need to talk about something else. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. Sorry for no. of y'all. Um, if you take anything away from that conversation, go see The Joker. If you are, if you are a fan of movies uh, and very <laughs> interesting, sad, dark, kind of messed up character studies, like, go see The Joker. Yeah. And watch Joaquin Phoenix win an Oscar, like, right before your very eyes. <laughs> like, there's no competition. I'm not going to waste any more real time. Colton, do you have anything besides uh, The Joker? El Camino's probably going to be good. I'm probably going to watch that <laughs> this weekend. Uh, go watch The Boys and tell me what you think about it, because I want to talk to I want to talk about it with some people. Um, I need friends. Yeah, <laughs> I need friends. Uh, it's the Amazon Prime show. It's really good, but it's also, like, pretty disturbing in some scenes like it's one of the first things that like well not one of the first but like one of the things that has like made me like uncomfortable Mm -hmm. like watching and i was just like dear lord like even in the first like two minutes of this show yeah it's wild well guys that has been a real talk um if you have any questions comments or concerned feel free to reach out to us on our facebook page uh dm us on instagram or reach out at stir the plot at gmail.com Um, Also, if you have any movie suggestions, movies you would like to see us improv, um, please send them in. Or if you just want a general hello and a shout out and a pat on the back from your friendly neighborhood podcast boys. I would like to do like a like a fan segment at a certain point. Yeah, we just need fans. Yeah, (laughs) we just we just need people to talk to. Uh, So, uh, yeah, reach out to us. Email, Instagram, Facebook. We have a Twitter. We still kind of check it. We don't ever tweet, which we need to get better about. But uh, other than that, I think that's it. I think that was the first episode of season two. Wow. I, feel, I genuinely feel thoroughly spooked. Yeah, spooked I'm through scared. And through. <gasps> Guys, did you hear that? It's probably Robert E. Lee trying to convince <laughs> you that racism isn't real. <laughs> I don't know what was that. Guys, I'm scared. <laughs> All right, okay, guys. wait, wait, hold on. Who do you think would be the first to die in a horror movie of the three of us? Oh, me. Oh, see, I was thinking me. Really? Yeah. I'm going to survive. Oh, well, okay. I, yeah, I think we can go ahead and say Brady's surviving. Brady's surviving. I would try to team up with the force <laughs> the that we were going with. I'd be like, listen, I think we can come to some sort of consensus. Like, All right, guys. Well, this has been Stir the Plot, a podcast for movie lovers. My name is Brady King. I'm Derek Fultz. And I'm Colton Hart. And my name's Tyler. And you see Sandra Bullock. Spooker! Sandra Bullock, more like Sandra (laughs) (laughs) Bullock!